0: This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color.
1: This is IVP. Get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Genesis 44, The Final Test. He instructed the servant who was over his household fill the sacks of the men with as much food as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Then put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the money for his grain. He did as Joseph instructed. When morning came, the men and their donkeys were sent off. They had not gone very far from the city when Joseph said to the servant who was over his household, Pursue the men at once. When you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Doesn't my master drink from this cup and use it for divination? You have done wrong. When the man overtook them, he spoke these words to them. They answered him, Why does my lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Look, the money that we found in the mouths of our sacks we brought back to you from the land of Canaan. Why then will we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If one of us has it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my lord's slaves. He replied, You have suggested your own punishment. The one who has it will become my slave, but the rest of you will go free. So each man quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the man searched. He began with the oldest and finished with the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. They all tore their clothes. Then each man loaded his donkey and they returned to the city. So Judah and his brothers came back to Joseph's house. He was there and they threw themselves to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What did you think you were doing? Don't you know that a man like me can find out things like this by divination? Judah replied, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? How can we clear ourselves? God has exposed the sin of your servants. We are now my Lord's slaves, we and the one in whose possession the cup was found. But Joseph said, far be it from me to do this. The man in whose hand the cup was found will become my slave. But the rest of you may go back to your father in peace. Then Judah approached him and said, my Lord, please, Allow your servant to speak a word with you. Please do not get angry with your servant, for you are just like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, do you have a father or a brother? We said to my Lord, we have an aged father, and there is a young boy who was born when our father was old. The boy's brother is dead. He is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you told your servants, bring him down to me so I can see him. We said to my lord, the boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves his father, his father will die. But you said to your servants, if your youngest brother does not come down with you, you will not see my face again. When we returned to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my lord. Then our father said, go back and buy us a little food. But we replied, we cannot go down there. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go. For we won't be permitted to see the man's face if our youngest brother is not with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife gave me two sons. The first disappeared, and I said, he has surely been torn to pieces. I have not seen him since. If you take this one from me too, and an accident happens to him, then you will bring down my gray hair in tragedy to the grave. So now, when I return to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, his very life is bound up in his son's life. When he sees the boy is not with us, he will die and your servants will bring down the gray hair of your servant, our father, in sorrow to the grave. Indeed, your servant pledged security for the boy with my father, saying, if I do not bring him back to you, then I will bear the blame before my father all my life. So now, please, let your servant remain as my lord's slave instead of the boy. As for the boy, let him go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? I couldn't bear to see my father's pain. Genesis 45, The Reconciliation of the Brothers Joseph was no longer able to control himself before all his attendants, so he cried out, Make everyone go out from my presence. No one remained with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. He wept loudly. The Egyptians heard it, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? His brothers could not answer him because they were dumbfounded before him. Joseph said to his brothers, come closer to me. So they came near. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be upset and do not be angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me ahead of you to preserve life. For these past two years, there has been famine in the land, and for five more years there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me ahead of you to preserve you on the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it is not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me an advisor to Pharaoh, lord over all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Now go up to my father quickly and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. You will live in the land of Goshen and you will be near me. You, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and everything you have. I will provide you with food there because there will be five more years of famine. Otherwise you will become poor. You, your household, and everyone who belongs to you. You and my brother Benjamin can certainly see with your own eyes that I really am the one who speaks to you. So tell my father about all my honor in Egypt and about everything you have seen, but bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw himself on the neck of his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept over them. After this, his brothers talked with him. Now it was reported in the household of Pharaoh, Joseph's brothers have arrived. It pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Pharaoh said to Joseph, say to your brothers, do this, load your animals and go to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your households and come to me. Then I will give you the best land in Egypt and you will eat the best of the land. You are also commanded to say, do this, take yourselves wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives. Bring your father and come. Don't worry about your belongings for the best of all the land of Egypt will be yours. So the sons of Israel did as he said. Joseph gave them wagons as Pharaoh had instructed, and he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave sets of clothes to each of them, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five sets of clothes. To his father he sent the following, 10 donkeys loaded with the best products of Egypt and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain, food, and provisions for his father's journey. Then he sent his brothers on their way and they left. He said to them, as you travel, don't be overcome with fear. So they went up from Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned for he did not believe them. But when they related to him, everything Joseph had said to them and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to transport him, their father Jacob's spirit revived. Then Israel said, enough. My son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. New Testament reading John 1, verses 19 through 51. The testimony of John the Baptist. Now, this was John's testimony. When the Jewish leaders sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, Then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Tell us so that we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one shouting in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. As a prophet Isaiah said, now they had been sent from the Pharisees. So they asked John, why then are you baptizing if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water among you stands one whom you do not recognize who was coming after me i am not worthy to untie the straps of a sandal these things happened in bethany across the jordan river where john was baptizing on the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said look the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world this is the one about whom i said After me comes a man who is greater than I am, because he existed before me. I did not recognize him, but I came baptizing with water so that he could be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Spirit descending like a dove from heaven, and it remained on him. And I did not recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining. This is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have both seen and testified that this man is the chosen one of God. Again, the next day, John was standing there with two of his disciples, gazing at Jesus as he walked by. He said, look, the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Jesus turned around and saw them following and said to them, what do you want? So they said to him, rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? Jesus answered, come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. Now it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of two disciples who heard what John said and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Andrew brought Simon to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. On the next day, Jesus wanted to set out for Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law. And the prophets also wrote about Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael replied, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip replied, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and exclaimed, Look, a true Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, How do you know me? Jesus replied, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said to him, Because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. He continued, I tell all of you the solemn truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Oh, providential God, we thank you. I just thank you so much, oh God. For the ways that you order our footsteps, O Lord God. We know, O God, that because of our union with Christ, we know that sufferings do overflow into our lives, but we thank you for the comfort. We thank you, oh God, for the assurance of knowing that Jesus promises to never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, oh God, for your restoration, oh God. We thank you for the gift of reconciliation, Lord God. We thank you, oh Lord God, that even when we experience traumatizing events, oh God. You are there with us, oh God. You are there to comfort us. You are there to shelter us, oh Lord. And I thank you, oh Lord, that you have purposes and plans, O oh Lord God, for our lives. And we thank you that your word promises, O oh Lord God, that, that all things do indeed work together for the good of those who love you and who have been called according to your purpose, O oh Lord God. So will you be near to those who are currently experiencing severe suffering, O oh Lord God, and are having a hard time seeing your providential hand at work. Oh God, make your, your, make your power known to them. Make your comfort um, um, assure them and strengthen them. And may the Holy Spirit be the great comforter that the Spirit is to all who are suffering. O oh God, we pray that we would see your redemption, O oh Lord, that we, O oh God, will. And we wait for that glorious day when we will see Uh, You high and lifted up, O God. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season three features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Pacquiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers.
0: Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints,
1: whatever is honorable, whatever is just,